I don't know. It's The Social Dose. The Social Dose is your go-to podcast for a gorgeous dose of what's going on in the world of social media, brought to you now every Tuesday and Thursday. Today is Thursday, July 20th, and I'm Paris Nicholson at Paris Nicholson on Socials. And I'm Michael Judson Barry at M. Judson Barry on Socials. And now, let's get into these headlines. Today, she's everything. He's just Ken. But that doesn't mean he isn't also a doll. We get into the Kenaissance happening alongside Barbie mania. Hi, Ryan. Then, a twist on our celebrity roundup. It's celebrity breakup time. Ariana Grande, Sofia Vergara, Billy Porter, even the upper echelon of Hollywood is getting hit by single girl summer. And finally, don't you just hate it when you find out your coworker and you have the same boyfriend? Or when your aunt's mystery man is actually your situationship? Or when your date for the Barbie movie has a double feature plan with someone else? We get into the online phenomenon known as the Are We Dating the Same Guy Facebook page. All this breaking social media news and more coming up next on The Social Dose. We'll get right back into those trending stories after this break. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back. I'm Paris. And I'm, I'm still Michael. Now, Paris, you have something to talk about that still is incredibly confusing to me. Will, yes. will you jump into this story just right away? Because I will, I, I'm confused. And to be fair, it is objectively confusing, even from me, who (laughs) vaguely understands it. So, Besties, you may have seen this on your timelines lately, your For You pages. There is a trend going around of this sort of AI NPC live streaming in which a human person pretends to be a robot, kind of, and then has these, like, canned automated responses to everything that people do in the stream. For example... If you donate a little ice cream cone sticker, they say, mmm, ice cream. And they just like repeat it in the exact cadence every time. So if, if you like spam ice cream, they go, mmm, ice cream. Mmm, ice cream. And then there's like, thank you for the rose. Thank you for the rose. Thank you for the rose. It's totally insane. Like, it's like, Everyone's giving themselves a lobotomy and then going on live stream. <laughs> Trisha Paytas has even jumped in on it. She started doing it. I saw one. There's like so many permutations of this now where there was like a bitch that had like an entire like old ass TV over her head. And she's just what? standing there like a little robot. And she's like, I can't eat ice cream. I can't eat ice cream. I can't eat ice cream. And then also the, the main girl that does it while she's doing all of this. She has like a flat iron, like a hair straightener, and she's uh-huh. like popping popcorn kernels in it. So what? she's just like, ro- yeah, she's multi. She's a multitasking queen. We have to acknowledge. And bitches are making money. What? And I originally did find out that this originated in Japan. This was like a Japanese trend first. Okay. And now it's made its way over to our culture. Uh, don't know why. I fully don't get it. But it's so weird and it's so unhinged and it's like the hottest thing in live streaming on like TikTok and Instagram right now. It's bizarre. Like no wonder. I was talking to a friend who's a teacher and she was saying to her classic and elementary school teacher and she was like doing the whole like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And a lot of the kids were like, I want to grow up to be an influencer. And it's just like, 
Kids don't want to be like scientists or firemen or whatever anymore. At some point, you're going to like be able to go <laughs> to like Cornell and get a BFA in influencing. And like, it's, ugh, I don't know. This, oh my God. Well, I'm going to go find a wig then and practice my weird mouth noises. But first, let's get into these stories. This just in. While the girls are having a hot pink Barbie renaissance, the lads are thriving in their renaissance. Ryan Gosling has single-handedly brought back Cinnabon, he can't stop making them, and the boys need to take notes. Being a bad boy is out, we only want dolls. Yes, Paris, the himbos are having a moment amongst all the Barbie mania. The two most popular Kens coming off the Barbie movie are actors Ryan Gosling and Simu Liu, and the internet is loving their fantastic and plastic Ken personas. Uh, this this whole campaign has been so fun, and I feel like we have talked mostly about the Barbie, about the we outfits, have. but we gotta give Ken some credit. Like, Ryan Gosling and the men in general are killing it. I love what he said in a BuzzFeed celebrity interview. He said, the Ken thing is tough. It's a bit like that Pillsbury, go with me on this, Cinnabon mix. You know, like, once you open that canister, it's very hard to close it. Once you open it, you're making Cinnabons, you know? And you're loving it. You're loving making Cinnabons. And that's so true. Uh, like, you know that thing where you open the can and the dough just goes like, Phew. Yeah. And then and then you're baking whatever it is. And you know what? You're happy. You're happy after that. I love that Ken was always in Ryan Gosling and now it's just bursting out of him. Did you see the video of him explaining how to be a good partner? Yes. His GQ, like, what's in my bag interview. It was so funny because the whole time it's like a bit. Like, none of it is like, what's in Ryan Gosling's bag? It's like, what is in Ken's bag? My favorite part of it is that it includes two pairs of sunglasses, one pair that also looks good on Barbie in case she forgets hers, and then another pair that's mirrored so that Barbie can see herself and her greatness reflected in them. Uh, yeah. And I love that the whole theme is like how he's just behind every great Barbie. There is a Ken. And that's exactly yeah. where he needs to be right behind her in case she needs something. And he's fine with that. Like, I love that Ken is completely cool with being like, I come in second in this situation. Like, I am just here to support her. Be a supporting role. It's lovely. There is a clip uh, from one of the many interviews, and I've literally watched almost all of them at this point, because I'm trying to get as much Barbie as I can without any spoilers. Um, there is a video uh, posted by Ali Plum on Instagram from an interview with BBC Radio 1, where they talk about like, oh, is the Barbie movie going to have like some of your most embarrassing moments in it? And Ryan Gosling's like, no, I've been pretty embarrassing my entire life. And then we get like a lovely little montage of like all of the times in his life where he just like clearly didn't take himself too seriously and is just like always in on the joke. For example, getting hit in the face by a pie when he was a young actor, as well as this truly deranged performance that he gave in Young Hercules, yes. which I never watched, but I kind of want to now. Yeah, you forget that he's been around, like, for so long. Like, we all think Newsies, Since the obviously. Mickey Mouse Club. Wait, no, Newsies. is that him in Newsies? <gasps> no, that's Christian Bale. Sorry. Newsies. Sometimes I mix up Ryan Gosling and Christian Bale, if I'm being totally really? honest. Really? Yeah, and them, I don't know Isn't why. Christian Bale British? No, but he's crazy. And like, mm. I feel a little bad that I mix them up because I think Ryan yeah, Gosling's like fun and charming and then Christian Bale's like terrifying. So I, I yeah. really shouldn't. <laughs> um, uh, no, but 
Uh, no, Ryan. You Gosling, forget like, that Ryan Gosling's been around for a while. For uh, yeah, like the, another clip that they have in there is when he played a hamster. Like he's in a full crazy hamster outfit, <laughs> and like the I will give like the physical comedy's genius of him trying to cross his legs in this hamster suit, and he just can't. Yeah. Like it's. <laughs> Absolutely hysterical. And you do get, you're like, you are just like a funny, ridiculous, probably kind of like nerd trapped in a hot body, which yeah. we love to see. He's like a little rascal. And such a gentleman. Like the interview he did with Amelia uh, Moldenberg, I want to say, um, where she's like, how do you find a Ken? How do you find your own Ken? And he was like, well, you drop something and then you wait for your Ken to pick it up. And then she drops her cards and he's like, oh, and stops. And he's like, I see you drop these. And then still with microphone in hand, turns and just walks away. (laughs) I mean, honestly, she had to shoot her shot. No one can blame her. Nope. And I love that. And she walks away too. I love that they both like fully commit to the bit. And I sincerely hope that's exactly where that interview ended. Like he walked away and someone had to come and find him (laughs) to get the microphone back. I love this. I'm going to be sad when it's over and we no longer get... Actually, wait, aren't, aren't they no longer doing press for this movie because of the strike? Yeah, I think they're done. Well, at least the videos were pre-recorded and we can still see some more, hopefully. The you marketing know. team on this film could solve world hunger. Um, yeah. But back to Ken's. <laughs> so yes. everybody obviously wants to think that their man is a Ken. And like, obviously we can all dream, of course. But yeah. there are criteria, divas. Michael, let's... Rapid fire, alternate these. Sure, let's do it. This first one is, he lacks common sense. Important. Mm -hmm. Next, he needs to do the little finger thing when he goes right or left. Would literally die for you. Adorbs. Adorbs. Uh, Next, not only does matching outfits, but initiates said outfits matching. Does not gender colors, he is the rainbow. Very hot. He looks like he has veneers, but swears he didn't even need braces. That's actually me. (laughs) Same. Uh, He buys your mother a birthday, holiday, and Mother's Day gift unprompted. Oh my God, my boyfriend's a Ken. He bought my mom a Mother's Day gift before I did, (laughs) and she'll never let me forget it. (laughs) (laughs) He only calls you babe, which maybe he forgot your name, but it doesn't annoy you because when he does it, it's cute. (laughs) Oh my God, he calls me babe too. Okay, um... (laughs) Can't calculate tips, so just asks the waitress, how much would they like? Oh, he doesn't. I love that. that. (laughs) Well, who has the funds to do that? Only a real Ken does. (laughs) To be real. Uh, Yeah, I love these. Listen, besties, if your man got seven out of... Wait, one, two, three, four, five. (laughs) We don't even know how many there are. If your man got six out of nine of these correct, congratulations, you're dating a Ken. And you should probably let us know about it at thesocialdosepodcast.com. What's the male version of Skipper? What? Who's Skipper? Us! Because you know how Barbie has like her counterpart who's a little bit younger and has flat feet? Doesn't oh, that Ken child? have like a sidekick also? I don't know. Uh, never mind. And now it's time for a break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girly? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, no, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed with mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Anyway, we're going to leave all our Allens and Skippers behind and move on to real-life celebrities like Ariana Grande, whose Glinda-sized bubble was burst this past week after folks spotted her at Wimbledon without her wedding ring. And because hot girls never do anything alone, Sofia Vergara followed suit, announcing the end of her seven-year-long marriage. And we hate to see love lose, but we'd be lying if we said we're not pumped for the possibility of an Ariana Grande divorce album. Paris... Would you like to elaborate on this? Yes, Michael. I actually have some data here. Some actual Ooh. numbers. Ready? Oh, my God. I saw you statistic. typing earlier. Oh, no. I can take no credit for these numbers. Let's be oh, clear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, the old statistic, according to the American Psychological Association, is that roughly 40 to 50% of first marriages end in divorce. But millennials and younger are actually divorcing less, around 25% of millennial marriages ending in divorce, which I feel like we're trending in the right direction. I feel like we probably saw the older generations get divorced all left and right, and we were like, okay, let's maybe be a little more thoughtful before jumping into marriage. Maybe. Which like, wait till I'm, sense. like, not 19, maybe 26 or 7. Yeah, no more child brides. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But there's also bad news for all of you second wives because the divorce rate for second marriages is worse, around 60 to 67% of second marriages. And now I'm kind of curious, is that because people that get second married are probably also older, maybe? Mm. I don't know. I didn't collect Mm. this data. When it comes to Ariana Grande's situation, her estranged husband is a real estate agent named Dalton Gomez, and they were married for two years, and they married during the pandemic. So it was like a pandemic marriage. Okay. Like, uh, I mean... Yeah... Not to say it was doomed, but I mean, I don't think anyone's shocked necessarily. Um, yeah. And we know Ari, she can always come back to self-love. She's really got a great head on her shoulders and will definitely yeah. bounce back from this better than ever. Mm-hmm. Now, as for Sofia Vergara, this was actually devastating to me personally because oh. they have always been one of my top favorite couples because they just seem so perfect for each other. They're both equally, like, stupid hot. Yeah. And they're both just like, so fun and they really seemed happy together. So this was upsetting for me, except for the fact that now Joe Manganiello is available for mm-hmm. dating. So there's always a silver lining. You know, I'm an optimist sometimes. That's uh, true. Michael, how are you feeling about this? I I was really surprised again by the Sevilla Vergara one. Um and that Joe one hurt. last name I can never say correctly. Manganiello. Manganiello. Sure. Um Because I really like him, too. I like that they both were, like, also hot goofballs. Like I said, I love a hot goofball. Like Himbo and Bimbo. Yeah, and, like, she... King and queen. It seemed like Sophia and Joe didn't really take themselves that seriously, but they're also, like, two of the most beautiful people on the planet. So it just seemed like such a fun match made in heaven. Um, So I was sad to see this, but I'm loving her reaction. I love that she shared this uh, video on Instagram of her and this incredible bathing suit. Like, she's wearing this blue bathing suit that's cut down in all the right places. Like, everything, it's just, like, ugh, tailor-made for her. And it's just her, like, on a balcony out in the sun with, like, cocktails and flowers just being happy and gorgeous. And it's, like, 
if that's not a way to announce your single, I don't know what is. Like, it's a lovely reminder of like, hey, bitches, I'm still so fucking hot in case you forgot. Yeah. Anyway. I would love to note, because I have really just had an obsession with Joe Manganiello for years, he has a custom-made Dungeons & Dragons table because he's such a big, hot nerd. And, like, truly, when I found that out, I, like, watched a video about it, like, getting made, and it was, like, $10,000 or, like, over $10,000, and it's a gorgeous Uh table. Um, But when I saw that, I was like, that's the man for me. Uh Um. Anyway. Oh my God, that's like, remember during COVID when Henry Cavill built a computer because he's such a huge game nerd and he built uh, his own yes. computer from scratch and then filmed the whole thing and shared it on social media. And I was like, oh, Henry stop. Cavill. I'm getting hot under the collar. Let's get into some of these divorce memes. Sorry, shall yes, we? let's get back to let's get back to the task at hand. This is the social dose after all. I saw, oh no, God damn it, Siri, shut the fuck up. What, what did Siri do? Be nice to her. She, first of all, he... Chimed in. Them. My, my Siri is famously an Australian man. Because oh, really? why wouldn't you have an Australian man at your beck and call? Mine is an old British woman, because obviously. Yeah, this all tracks for us. <laughs> um, I did see a meme. Uh, it was a tweet. Obviously, Pop Base couldn't help but tweet about this. They said, Ariana Grande and her husband, Dalton Gomez, have separated and are heading towards divorce, TMZ reports. And then a user on Twitter named Rohita Kadambi quote tweeted it with, Pete Davidson has the opportunity to do the funniest possible thing. (laughs) And I'm like, wait, I've always loved them as a couple and I wouldn't be mad if they got back together at all. Wait, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson were a couple at one point. Michael. What? what? I don't know. Sometimes I just want to shake you. Uh, well, you can't because I'm in New Jersey and you're in California. And uh, I know your arms well, are long, but they're not that long. You. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they were famously a couple for really? a solid chunk of time. He's mentioned in at least one of her songs. Thank you, Next. Was okay. it Thank You, Next? Oh, wait, there's also a full song called Pete Davidson on one of the albums. Really? Okay, so here's the thing. And I will admit this and feel free to sort of like tear into me as much as you want. I... Okay, I have very mixed feelings about Ariana Grande. No, this has nothing to do with her divorce. This is just me sharing something, and I'm just like, I'm going to get flogged for this. So I love her. I think she's gorgeous. I think she's hysterical, and I think her voice is insane. Like, she's such a good singer. However, her pop albums make me bananas because she purposely tries to sing like a pop singer. So even though she's, like, incredibly well-trained and has beautiful diction, when she sings in a lot of her pop songs, she's like... And I'm like, girl, I can't understand a word you're saying, and you're purposely affecting your voice to match a style. And I'm like, you could be, like, one of those, like... Ugh, like a Christina Aguilera, like a Whitney Houston. Like, you can sing. And she you're is choosing to sing in a way that I'm like, no, don't lower your voice to public standards. Raise our standards to your talent. Like, does that make sense? Okay. It actually very much does make sense. I will say she's one of the greatest pop divas. I find her pop stuff so frustrating. That's fair. She's one of the greatest pop divas of all time. The pop music is absolutely incredible. And the vocals are still there, but I completely get what you're saying because that was actually my initial hang-up with Billie Eilish because Uh her first album was very like, and I was like, girl, I know you can belt and I know it's gorgeous. Give it to me. Mm-hmm. But that's not what she was doing. It's her art. I get it. But you make an understandable point. I don't think that was as terrifying as I was afraid it would be. Okay. This is why I'm really excited for the Wicked movie, because she's going to sing oh, her face yeah. off as Glinda, and it's going to be... Uh, 
It's going to be magical. I'm like plotting just thinking about it. Anyway, let's get back to this tweet. I didn't mean to fully derail us, but friends, enjoy the Twitter memes coming out of this entire thing. Because as sad as divorce is, people still are having a good time. Also, we have some exciting news. It's not all sad for the girls out there, everyone. Uh Apparently, and this was so random to me because I didn't even know she was pregnant, Lindsay Lohan had a baby and is now Uh a mom. Yes. Oh, no, I remember when she first announced this on on Instagram. It was one of those things was like, if you don't feel old now, just know that Lindsay Lohan's going to be a mom. And I was just like, oh, that's right. I saw that she asked Jamie Lee Curtis, obviously like her mom in Freaky Friday, uh, Mm -hmm. for parenting advice, which is so cute. And Jamie Lee Curtis said, you just bring the baby with you and everything will be fine. Yeah. (laughs) Which I'm like, that's such, that's actually very true. It's like kind of hard to fuck up a baby. Generally, not like psychologically and emotionally. That's hard not to do. Which like to keep the baby alive isn't as hard as you might expect. And I love that advice from Jamie Lee Curtis. But also like the baby's name is Louie. But it's spelled L-U-A-I. And I'm just like, no, that's going to be so annoying for the baby's entire life, Lindsay. It almost looks like a Hawaiian name, like it should be Luai. And it's like, they're going to spend their whole life going, no, it's Louie. Literally, they're going to say that one billion times before they die. Yeah. So think about it. I know. It's not too late to change it. That's true. Lindsay, you heard it here. (laughs) Who knows? Maybe she will listen to it. I love Lindsay Lohan. All right. On that note... We'll be right back after this brief message. Okay, that message wasn't that brief, but we're back. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome back. Paris, take us into this next story. In the wise words of Pink Pantheress, the boy's a liar. The boy's a liar. And thanks to the internet, we now have the ability to catch him red-handed. The instant communication afforded to us by the internet led to the Arab Spring, but more importantly, it led to women sharing hordes of tea on the men they're dating. We do have an anonymous reporter today, and it's very exciting to me. We we cannot share who this is because of the very sensitive subject matter of this story. Um, yes. She uh, has requested full anonymity, so we will be referring to her as Deborah Messi. <laughs> Deborah, would you like to fill us in on this very, very important story that everyone should know about? And that you've been working on for, I want to say, months now. Yeah, this is straight up like CIA-level reporting. Yes, I have been working on this for months. I'm expecting a Pulitzer for my work, actually. I Uh, I believe that. (laughs) Thank you for protecting my identity. Of course. So there are these Facebook groups that are pretty popular, and they're called Are We Dating the Same Guy? whatever city you're in. So they're like, are we dating the same guy NYC? Are we dating the same guy LA? Are we dating the same guy Chicago? And people post in there one of two things. So you can say like, hey, I'm dating this guy. Does anybody have any tea on him? Or like, this is my husband. Does anybody have any tea on him? Or you can post someone and be like, I'm dating this guy and he did this fucked up thing to me or I found, I was seeing this guy and I found out he's lying and he has another family or whatever. It's also nice that, like, women are supporting women, coming together, sharing notes. This should—I feel like this has been happening since the dawn of time, and now we just have technology to facilitate it in an even better way. So, what are some of the stories you've seen? Yeah. Okay, great. So, to protect these people's identities, too, we're going to refer to every woman as Barbie and every man as Ken. Perfect. In these stories. So, uh, our first example—so, this Ken is insecure about his tax bracket. Oh, and he's still married. (laughs) Oh. So 
This Barbie posted, quote, I wouldn't even know where to begin, but run, girl. And I won't read the whole thing because it's paragraphs and paragraphs mm-hmm. and paragraphs long. And she says that he's a little further away from Manhattan and he doesn't have as much money and he's really insecure about it. And he's mean to women that say anything about how he doesn't make as much money as like other finance guys in New York. And she goes on and on and on about all this like mean shit this guy did. And then the last sentence is, oh, and he's still married, LMAO. Oh Oh. my God. Oh, and yeah, these are like novellas, I will say. These are... Uh, brilliant. Someone does need to compile these and make like a book of short stories about terrible Like men. a chicken soup type book, but yeah. with this. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Chicken soup for the hinge soul. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It's also interesting because in this one specifically, Barbie talks about how Ken asked her to come home with him and she declined, to which he responded that he likes her even more because she's not that kind of girl. And then there's a bunch of other comments of him trying to get girls to come home with him and be that kind of girl. So just, like, putting men on blast for, like, the lies that they tell women all the time. Like, it's sociopathic. Oh, yeah. It's so ick. Like, and I've encountered some of these people on the apps, by the way. So some of these people, it's like, oh, yeah, I talked to him. Like, I I was messaging with him. And so, like, I also had that experience. Or, like, he you know, said the same kind of thing to me of like, I'm looking for something serious and then was also messaging all these other girls, yeah. like trying to get them to come over and sleep Lying with them. through so, his teeth. God. Kens are lying through their yes. teeth. Yes, like the second one. Tell us about the, the next one we have here. Yes, so this next Ken is also married. What the fuck? <laughs> and he's not a surgeon. And he's not 29 oh. either. <laughs> so this Barbie posted, <laughs> this Barbie posted, not a picture of him and then said not his real name or age he's in his 30s not 29 he is not a surgeon (laughs) he is divorced but his wife is actually still actively his wife and um on her social media cover photos they have pictures together and they're still married wow oh he's basically catfishing at this point fake name inaccurate photos lying about having a better job that he doesn't have that's catfishing divas get out of here yeah. These men are out in the wild, wreaking havoc and ruining their own marriages. Yeah, they are at large, these men. <laughs> these are so good. Take us into another one. Okay, so the third one. This Ken is a pathological liar, and he has braces. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, how so is someone, he going to hide that? <laughs> I don't know. So someone posted a true teleno- or telenovela, not a telenovela, just a novella. Like Michael said before, this person posted a true novella about a guy that they matched with. And I don't even know where to begin with this guy. He said he was a CFO of like a really big company and that he was a millionaire. And he was sending pictures of him in like luxury department stores, trying on these expensive clothes. And he was sending videos of him touring expensive apartments. And then this girl, for some reason, agreed to meet him at a hotel. And then she got there and he... Looked really different than what he said. His photos weren't recent. He, like, looked a lot older. He had metal braces. Oh. Which, I don't know, like, you're saying, how, how is he expecting to hide that? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just picturing being like, hello. So now I have to be like this the entire time you're with me to try and cover up the fact that I'm braces. Like, it's, yeah. it, it's not even like Invisalign. You can, like, kind of sort of try and sneakily do it. But No, it's like, what's the plan, if, man? If they're metal braces, you know the teeth were mangled. If, yeah. if he couldn't just opt for a Visalign, you know it must have been bad. Which means, yeah. like, how long have you been neglecting your dental health, sir? You're an adult. 
Truly, like lying is one thing, catfishing is one thing, but neglecting your dental hygiene is just next level. Worse. Like, get out of here. Unforgivable. Exactly. What does his breath smell like? I shudder at the thought. I see my dentist next week and I'm I'm already like afeard of that. Like there's nothing worse than a scolding from a dental hygienist. Ugh. It's also so funny because like looking at this, there's all these women that are commenting like, oh yeah, I dated this guy too. That's what I was going to say. That's the best thing about these pages is someone will say, I had the psycho experience with this person. And then another girl will comment like, oh my God, I had the same thing. So this girl says, he did the exact same thing to me around the same time. And then she goes on about how he also wanted her to meet him at a hotel and he made up a bunch of stuff about how he wasn't feeling well and was being treated for cancer. So who knows if that's true? Yeah. I love the idea from another Barbie who commented, uh, maybe someone should invite him out, but when he gets there, all of us are just staging an intervention. Seriously, what is this guy's deal? Could you imagine though? Like yeah. all of like these that episode of Barbie's Bar yeah, they get together and they invite him to a hotel. He walks in the door and there's just like 20 really angry women staying there being like, sir, we need to talk. And they just pull his braces off one by one. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Break sick. his teeth. <laughs> yeah. That just became a completely different episode of Saved by the Bell. Or Boy Meets World, you whatever you just said. You were him to the chair. <laughs> I show up with a crowbar. I'm like, wait, I missed the memo. I got the wrong vibe. <laughs> oh, God. But also, like, this is a really good, like, sign out there, ladies. If you have had crazy dating experiences and you're starting to feel like maybe you're the problem, check out one of these groups because I believe other girls will come out and be like, no, actually, I had the same experience. It's not you. It's him. But don't be a narc if you join one of these groups. Because our last one, this Barbie is a narc. And it's not cool <gasps> for Barbies to be narcs. No. So this Barbie was in the group and is dating one of these guys, apparently, and told him about all the comments all the girls were making about him and, like, showed him all the screenshots. Ew. <gasps> uh, that's pick-me behavior. It Ugh. is pick-me girl behavior. Pick-me Barbie that's behavior. That's desperate. Yeah. That's, I'm not like other girls. I don't love myself. That's what that no. is. Also, that means she read all these comments about this guy and then stayed with him. And not just stayed yeah, with him. <laughs> like... Oh. Defended him. Yeah. Sounds like they're a match made in heaven. Ew, to date the guy that 15 women agreed is a creep? Yeah. yeah. They're not colluding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This isn't a conspiracy to ruin your boyfriend's life. Like, maybe all the 15 women who had bad experiences with him are, are correct. They're all wrong. Yeah. He loves me. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thank you, Deborah Messi for your incredible reporting, your your braverism, uh, all of also, this. Also, good your, luck with your continued dating. It's yeah, all, scary out there. Need it. Like, that's really where the bravery comes in. It's not the reporting. It's the fact that reading all this, you're still willing to give these guys a try. Thank you very much for having me today, Paris and Michael. Stay strong, diva. <laughs> There's a Ken out there waiting for you. You just have to drop something. All right, friends. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, and don't forget to catch up with us on our socials or leave us messages at thesocialdosepodcast.com. We might just read them aloud on the show. Now, with that being said, I need to go pose provocatively on Joe Manganello's custom Dungeons & Dragons table. <laughs> and I need to go send all of those questions about Ken to my boyfriend to see if he really is a Ken, because I swear he's going to get at least five or six of these. Happy scrolling, friends. Happy scrolling. Happy scrolling. 
The Social Dose is a Sony Music Entertainment production. The EPs are Sarita Wesley and Jasmine Henley-Brown. Daniel Jones Wesley is senior producer, Chelsea Jacobson is producer, and Sunny Balkin is associate producer. This show is engineered by Gulliver Lawrence Tickle and John Scott. Music by Dom Jones. Thank you.